Escape from Plan A. Welcome, listeners, to a very joyous occasion. This is provided everything goes to plan. The first ever bonus episode of Escape from Plan A. Woo! Everyone cheer! <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm your host, Oxford Kondo, and I'm so happy to be joined by two, uh, you know, very integral members of our magazine and podcast, Millie. Hi, guys. And Diana. Hey, everyone. And Jess was supposed to join us as well, but unfortunately, she had last-minute uh, plans, uh, I guess, with her mom, because Mother's Day uh you know today's mother's day so and i guess we uh like our, our mothers don't love us or something so they have they have no plans with us but uh so maybe we can talk just a little bit about a mother's day yeah i have no traditions whatsoever like i remember one time in college or something i tried to like send my mom flowers in a card and she like uh called me and she's like don't ever do that again yeah that's that's how my mom was too i think Partly was because she had, she had two sons, my brother and me, and I think that she had no faith that two boys could ever buy her anything she wanted. But she was also not the sentimental type who loved flowers or chocolates or things like that. She'd be like, "This is a total waste of money. Why are you doing this?" So <laughs> gift in in our fam gift giving in our family is just not much of a tradition. Um, so yeah, I can yeah. totally relate to that, Diana. Mine either. Immigrant practicality, maybe I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I can tell you that Mother's Day becomes even more complex when your sibling becomes a mother. Oh, okay. Uh, because now not only are we celebrating Mother's Day with our mom, but we're also celebrating Mother's Day for my sister because she now has two daughters. Oh, does she expect um, you to give her stuff too? Yeah, she kind of does. Well, that's, that's a no. I- <laughs> Yeah, according to that logic, that means if you're a mother, then all your friends and siblings have to give you presents. That's not right. That's that's like right. your, that's like your birthday, basically. <laughs> it, it's not that, and in her defense, I mean, it's not that she wanted a present exactly, but I think she wanted both my mom and me to acknowledge that we were celebrating her as a mother as well. Oh, okay, all right, acknowledgement can be done, which is fine. She's you know she's the mom of two young children. She's tired. Do your sister and your mom like try to one up each other or anything? And like how much you celebrate? They celebrate each other. Oh, that's that could turn very toxic very quickly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know if I'd go so far as to put it that way exactly, but in terms of one upsmanship, but you know, my sister wants to make sure that she's acknowledged for her i mean that sounds like it'd be a funny like sitcom or something oh definitely speaking of mothers and sitcoms this is that was such a perfect uh, way to get (laughs) to our topic oh i'm a pro (laughs) nice work diana oh was that intentional kind of oh wow that's so good i mean yeah you're you have to improvise on stage all the time no wonder you're so good at it <laughs> yeah in case listeners don't know diana is a stand-up comedian um I, she's been on our pod lots uh, so you probably should know that by now but in case you don't uh she is uh the reason uh our topic for this podcast which wasn't even our original intended podcast but this thing happened a few days ago involving constance Wu, and you know at first it just seemed like dumb celebrity uh you know gossip which it still kind of is but it did raise some interesting questions just about, you know, like media representation and just like um, just like Asian-American gender relations. And we thought, 
You know what? Maybe it's not enough for a full podcast, but for a bonus, um, it could it could be a, an interesting and fun topic to talk about. So just to recap, uh, I'm, I'm sure if you're like Asian American, you probably know what happened. But so the show Fresh Off the Boat got renewed, which I think was quite unexpected, right? Because I remember maybe last year, people like um, you know like Hudson Yang and and like Randall Park and all these people were saying, you know, please help save Fresh Off the Boat. Do you guys remember those tweets? Yeah. Vaguely. Yeah, so I, I thought it was like totally done for and it had been formally canceled, but I guess it got renewed. And then somebody tweeted at, I think, Constance Wu and said, oh, isn't this good news? And she's like, fuck no. And then there was all this backlash against her for being ungrateful. It got further inflamed when uh, it turned out like Gemma Chan liked or retweeted one of this guy, this guy named Yashar Ali, who I think is some kind of like political slash media consultant. Um, had this big tweet storm about how Constance Wu was infamously disliked in the industry for being rude and just like not a good person to work with. Um, and uh, like Gemma Chan liked or retweeted one of those things. So then everyone's like, oh my God, this is so much drama. Um, but after a couple of days, Gemma Chan said she accidentally did that. You know, I don't know if we're supposed to believe that or not, but that's what she said. <laughs> and then Constance Wu came up how with an apology awkward. saying that it was because she had Oh, wanted to do these other projects, but she had to like drop out of them because uh, being on this TV show would, conf- would be a conflict. And she issued an apology. So that's the background. Um, but j- just to just to ask you guys, have you guys ever watched Fresh Off the Boat? I saw one episode, like um, maybe the first or the second season, uh, and then I didn't watch any other ones. Like I liked the episode that I watched. It's just like I was like kind of busy at the time. And, like, I'm not really, like, a network sitcom person in general. Like, I didn't have a TV at the time, so I was just, like... Yeah, you're under 50, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's not, like, um... I Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't... It wasn't, like, um... Like, something that I was, like, really into. Like, I'm glad it exists, but I just never really watched it. Yeah. I feel the same way. I watched a little bit of the first episode and it didn't really seem like my cup of tea. So although I felt guilty, I I didn't really watch anymore. Yeah, I actually watched the whole first season when it came out, which I think was like 2013 or 2014. I actually thought it was a nice, uh, funny sitcom. Uh, have you guys also read the book, though? No. No. Okay, so the book is in- incredibly different. Um, it's very actually a kind of violent and disturbing. Lewis oh, wow. is nothing like Randall Park in the sitcom. Like it, the real uh, Lewis Huang is is a basically kind of like an ex mobster, constantly uh, beat Eddie to the point where it would probably be child abuse. Um, so he's not he's not like the goofy. Uh, you know, happy dad that you see on the show. So I would have preferred a more faithful adaptation of the book just because I think that was more interesting. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the sitcom, uh, the first season was good enough. I was glad it didn't suck, but I never watched season two. Didn't really feel compelled to. So, okay. So getting that out of the way, what were your guys' feelings when, when you saw this thing happen? Well, I saw the first tweet where she was like, oh, I'm so pissed off I could cry or something. Um, and then the other one that was... Yes, it was so upset right now that I'm literally crying. Ugh. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, wow. I just assumed that she, you know, didn't want to be on the show anymore because she wanted to do, like, movies. 
Um, and she thought like, oh, I don't know, maybe she thought like the show was beneath her or something. And I was like, well, whatever. Like, I don't know. It didn't it didn't bother me that much. But I did think it was like kind of hypocritical because the whole time, you know, like before she got Crazy Rich Asians, she was like so uh, for this show being like you know, uh, like such a huge milestone in Asian representation and how important it was for it to be on the air and for her to be on the air and for everybody to like support it as much as um, they could, like for Asians, uh, you know, to support it as much as they could. And then to turn around, like after she has like, um, movie success to just be like I don't care at all anymore I don't want to be on this it just seemed like really hypocritical yeah definitely in this case I this is an instance in which my support for Asian Hollywood is eclipsed by my detaste for my distaste for entitled Hollywood because I think that it's great that she hasn't has had you know multiple opportunities to get herself out there as an actress. Her work is generally well received. I'm I'm not personally a huge fan of her acting style. I'm a film director, so I I, I examine actors' <laughs> performances very carefully, and I just find her acting to be a little victimy for my taste. Okay, uh, could you elaborate on that? Well, I think she has a reputation for being this. This might be. This might get a little confusing because she has a reputation for being a little petulant as a person. But I think that that petulance comes across in her performances. You know, there's something about her. She's a little whiny. Oh, okay. All right. I, I don't know how else to put it. it. Just to really get down into granular details. She has eyes. She has a little bit of a puppy dog look. You know, her eyes turned down. I mean, she's gorgeous. You know, no mm. question. Um, but I think that, you know, as an actor, you have to be very aware of how your physical appearance affects your performance, affects how your performance comes across. Make sure to, you know, like, in, I'm, I'm thinking of that scene at the end of Crazy Rich Asians, uh, the end of the Mahjong scene, where uh -huh. she's, you know, finally sticking it to uh, the Eleanor character, sort of asserting herself. And I just remember kind of feeling like I didn't totally buy her strength in the moment in which she was supposed to be so strong and that kind of bothered mm -hmm. me that's john chu's responsibility too but i think it's possibly part of the, of her casting and and just how she is as an actress uh -huh. i mean kind of um, it kind of sounds like you're saying she doesn't have a lot of range like she just like kind of one note in like this one specific way and like when she's um when she's required to like play a different kind of person like she, it just kind of falls flat is is that what i'm um, I mean, is that is that? I, I think a little bit, yeah. I mean, she comes across to me as a little bit princessy, and because I'm just not into those kinds of characters, I might be biased against her. You know, that might be one of the reasons that I'm a little biased against her. But I don't feel that she's. I don't. I don't love watching her act. <laughs> 